There's a police song called Message in the Bottle. A lot of answers for some people are found in bottles. Bottles, unmarked bottles, contain mysteries, questions, possibly concerns. Yes, as you can see right here, we have a small little bottle of whiskey, unknown whiskey. What's the message in this bottle? What kind of joy could it potentially bring <laughs> to those who love to imbibe the brown liquor? I don't know. I don't know what this is. Hi, I'm Dino Tripodis, and welcome to Whiskey Business, a podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey, even whiskeys we do not know. We do know that our guest bottle tonight, our 77th bottle. Wow. Of the podcast. We're getting there. Yeah. Go West, young man. We went high West with the American Prairie bourbon. Um, a, a lovely blended bourbon. Um, three different straight bourbon whiskeys. Uh, one's two years old. One's six years old. One's 13 years old. But the good people at High West like to keep all that top secret as to what they actually blend. Some aficionados... Uh, seem to think that a lot of it comes from our, uh, some of the blends come from our friends at Four Roses in there. And uh, our guest, who I'll introduce here in just a moment, uh, detected a little bit of rye. Actually, it's got a nice high rye content, about 20 or more percent of high rye content. But it is our guest bottle for tonight. And this is a guest bottle as well. And who does it come from? Who does it come from? It comes from a repeat guest, a return guest who we're thrilled to have back on the podcast, the superintendent for Ohio uh, Liquor Control for the state of Ohio, Mr. James Canepa, is back with us once again. Yay. A lot, a lot of views, a lot of listens on your last appearance. Really? Yes, because we covered a lot of ground and answered a lot of questions. Uh, first of all, I want to say congratulations on still having a job. That's, that's, that's <laughs> nice. That's nice. Yeah. I, I don't mean because of uh, how you do your job, because we have a new administration. That's right. We have a new governor, and sometimes when, when somebody new comes into to power, uh, they clean house. Mm -hmm. But uh, you seem to have stuck around. Well, you know... You don't get rid of the home run hitters, Dino. Are you the home run hitter? One of the home well, you see, <laughs> and also, liquor. <laughs> also, you know, you, you strike me like uh, like you would be a a guy that uh, Governor Dewine would like. You you get things done. I hope and, so. Yeah. And you and you dig and you and you go a little deeper sometimes than you even need to go. And I think he respects something like that. So we're thrilled. Congratulations. Well, thank you. We here on Whiskey Business are thrilled because quite honestly, we we didn't want to break in another guy. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, blind squirrels find find nuts, and I've I've continued to find them. So, the first question we have right out of the gate for those of you who actually <clears throat> saw the first podcast with uh, James Canepa, towards the end he had another mystery bottle, and we were to determine what that was. He never told us. It was kind of his, uh, even though he didn't need it, it was his uh, his uh, his. His card for getting back. Yeah. There's my shtick. Yeah. 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 Have, yeah. Now you got to have me back, which we were going to do anyway. It's like when I, I would like leave my coat at like yeah. a girl's dorm room, be like, oh, I got to come back and get that coat. 
Yeah. Well, you heard to, about yeah, somebody doing that. Oh, no, I never do that. <laughs> My buddies used to do that, not uh, me. Yeah. Hey, you know what, uh, <laughs> ladies, with all due respect, you've done it too. <laughs> you've you've left things behind at certain at certain places, uh, knowing that you'd have to go back and wanted to go back. So ain't nobody ain't nobody innocent when it comes to that. My first question is, what was that whiskey? I thought I was close when I said it was in the Jim Beam family. What'd you think? He doesn't remember. You don't remember. <laughs> John, what, don't I, I remember. Uh, what do you remember? I, I thought it was uh, Three Binds of, made here in Ohio just because it was had such a unique flavor. But mm. I was just throwing. Ready? You have a drum roll here? Um, Woodford. Woodford. Woodford Barrel Selection by the Department of Liquor. Mm. Buckeye Blend number one. Really? Forty nine ninety nine. Yeah, under fifty bucks. Right? It wasn't that your. It was it available then? It was after. It was, and we've got another four barrels coming from Woodford again. So it'll be Buckeye Blend number two. Buckeye Blend number one's gone, huh? Gone. Yeah. But at the time, it was good. Yeah. It was good. It's gone. 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 And you, as the superintendent, obviously got a chance to. That, well, I tasted the barrels, and we picked tasted the barrels. The barrel. Yeah, I mean, that's you go down to Woodford. You guys went to uh, Russell's. You mm-hmm. you taste the barrels. The state, the state has the opportunity to buy the barrels to bring into the state to sell at the liquor stores, and it's a new thing. I think I think we talked about it last time. Yeah, the state had never bought barrels. Right, private folks, clubs, bars bought barrels, but the state wasn't buying barrels. So now we're buying barrels. And and having barrel release and barrel events. release all the time, right? And in fact, we'll talk about it later. But the the numbers on bourbon sales are just being goosed tremendously by those barrel picks. People like them. It's crazy. Well, they're like snowflakes. You know, what's in that barrel is unique. It's unique. It's one of a kind. Right. And so it, it's not whatever's in there when it when that barrel's gone. Whether it's uh, you know twenty five cases or. Mm-hmm. 10 cases, if you know, depending on the angel share, when it's gone, it's gone. You think so, that's a good thing for whiskey? You oh, think that's a good thing for the market? You think that's a good thing for the industry? Oh, I think it's fantastic. Yeah. I think it's fantastic, especially for, you know, bourbon lovers, for, for people who are looking for that unique thing, that, you know, one of a kind thing. People are cuckoo for it. It's and like a collectible. Yeah. It's a collectible. Um, it's something to, to brag about, yeah. you know, at uh, Thanksgiving. It's in, in its. Driving sales through the roof on bourbon. Would we be impressed with your bourbon collection at home? Being the, you know, because when you think, you, uh, here, here, here's what the common person's going to think. He's the superintendent for the state of Ohio for liquor control. He's got to have first dibs, literally, on everything that comes to the state of Ohio. His house must be tremendous <laughs> with, the, with the selections and the rarities and so forth. Would we find like a, a just like, being off, we walked into your home and said, oh, wow. I, I think you'd be uh, uh, woefully uh, disappointed. Really? Yeah. Well, now, you know, I, like we were talking about before, I, I love ancient, ancient age. Yeah. You know, I like that. Ancient, ancient age. Ancient or ancient, ancient age. You told us about ancient age. At last time. Last time we were here. And then uh, <clears throat> you said that uh, shortly after that, uh, a bottle started disappearing. I, I like Wild Turkey 101. You know, I, I like I like whiskey. 
right? So I don't need like some crazy expensive thing. I, I, I just find something I like and I, I keep buying it. But you appreciate of course, the, like McKenna. Like mm-hmm. I was drinking McKenna. Uh, that's a great one. McKenna's a good on, one. We had that on the podcast. And so I'd be buying McKenna. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that's my that's my go-to. And then and that's, now I can't find it. And that's one of the things we 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 kinda we kinda strive for. Or you know, on the podcast, we try to bring in whiskeys that are fifty bucks and under. This one, um, I believe was uh thirty-eight ninety-nine, thirty-nine ninety-nine, and uh and and have you have you had this one before? Have I have had it. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm just now starting to uh, understand and appreciate rise. You know, it's sometimes a little too sweet for me. I like that hot bite, which is why I like that 101. You know. Yeah. Well, there's some hot, good rye. See, I've always enjoyed rye. I I've been an Ohio drinker of rye when all we had on the shelf was Old Overholt, and that was it. <laughs> that was that was all you had. That was your selection of rye. There might have been a George Dickel. Hanging around there someplace, but uh, this isn't a ride. This is just this is just a uh, their bourbon, and uh, like I said, uh, three different blends of bourbon. And I think High West does a nice job, but it's and I find this one to be um, a little sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't know how has your nose gotten better since you started this job? I, I, totally. I, I mean, yeah. I totally get. I pick up the different things, and I kind of know, like, okay, I'm going to like that one. I'm not going to like that one. So, yeah, this one's got a little little caramely in the beginning, a little mm-hmm. vanilla. It's got a nice uh, vanilla Oh, it's sweet. Finish. Like, it's to me, sweet. this, you know, which is why I'm drinking it neat. I like to – I think you pick up the notes better when it, mm-hmm. when it's neat. But sure. it, this, to me, is, like, almost like a cognac. It, oh. It's so sweet. That's sweet. Okay. Yeah. All right. And there's nothing wrong with it. Nothing, and I think this would actually be for those people who like to uh, uh, mix, make craft cocktails. I think this would be a good bourbon to to make craft cocktails mm-hmm. with. You know, mm-hmm. if you wanted to go and mess around with it, but um, yeah, I mean, if you like rye, we just brought that uh, uh, Stephen Beam uh, uh, Limestone Branch, one hundred percent red rye. I did not know that. We had a, that was a barrel release we just did, and one hundred percent red rye. You 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 drink this stuff and you feel like you're eating a piece of rye toast. I mean, it is. It's my favorite toast. It, it's fantastic. I make a Reuben out of it. And then rye toast. Yeah. Every time I go to a diner, a restaurant, I get a rye toast. Now, rye toast. Yeah. Now, of course, you know, uh, Stephen Beam and Limestone Branch make one of those small barrels, mm-hmm. like one of those a day. So, like, their inventory of barrels is very small. So we were able to get one barrel, which had like ninety bottles. Ninety three seven fives. Wow! So we did that release, and people people were lined up at the out, out the doors at three different liquor stores before nine o'clock, and so we we had to count them out. Like, okay, how many are there? How many bottles do we have? How do you do that, by the way? Because being the self centered bourbon drinkers that we are, when we see when we get your newsletter, when we see something on the on the website that says there's going to be a you know. A, a barrel release, you know, I automatically think eh, it's just in Columbus, you know, screw the rest of the state, you know? Mm-hmm. So how do you determine where that whiskey goes and to what cities and, and, it's, and, does, and does Columbus get the, the well, lion's share? Well, it, it's a, it's a combination of things. Remember we're running a retail business, right? Right. And so I forget that. Yeah. you. I know <laughs> it, 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 it's like supply and demand. So we're looking at, sales velocity and if it was just purely based on sales velocity uh columbus ohio buys bourbon Mm -hmm. you know so 
so we look at where the sales velocity is, but these events have to be hosted by a liquor store. And so we ask basically 480 stores, if you want to host one of these, because it's in their interest to host it too. Are there, you say 480 stores, is that how many? 480 liquor stores. In the state of Ohio. In the state of Ohio. Those are the state of Ohio's agents. Remember, they, right. they sell um, the bourbon on consignment for a commission. It's not their inventory. Right. It's the state's inventory. And so, but they also sell, you know, wine, chips, beer, jerky, whatever else. And they want these events because hundreds of people line about the door before the doors even open for these barrels. And so what we do is we're like, who wants to host one of these events? Because hundreds of people are going to show up. Do you have the parking lot? What are you going to do if it's raining or it's zero degrees? Um, how are you going to... Uh, host that event and merchandise the product. So again, it's, you know, a business decision and not everybody, not every liquor store wants the, that kind of chaos and mayhem. It is chaos and, 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 mayhem. and mayhem. It is. It is. It's, it's crazy. It's, it, it's, it's nuts. And, and so, um, it's really a function of where do we have velocity? Um, now, now if I'm putting out, uh, a 100% rye limestone branch or I'm putting out, uh, a Russell reserve, am I going to put it in like, uh, fireball township in Nowheresville, Ohio, where they buy fireball. Mm -hmm. If I if I put it there, there might be like one guy who like digs that. But at, from a business proposition, I want to put it where a people want it, and b where that agency sells high end bourbon or that type of bourbon. And so it, it really comes, it's a combination of things. Where do we sell it? Who wants to host it? Mm -hmm. um, and how much do we have? For example, uh, you know, the Elijah Craig that's coming up. Yeah, I saw that's the latest. Uh, that's, is that a barrel release coming up? It's a barrel release, right? That's a Heaven Hill product. Um, you know, when I went to visit- When's uh, that happening? That's This Friday. This Friday, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's a situation where I traveled to Heaven Hill and talked to the owner, Max Shapira, and he was going to give me one barrel. And he, you know, he's going through his PowerPoint slide deck and he's like, you know, Heaven Hill and the oldest, uh, longest family owned distillery in Kentucky. And we're, we have this and we have this and we're number three in, in total sales for bourbon. And I'm like, you know, we can help you with that. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, you know, you sell barrels privately and you sell barrels to restaurants, but you're giving me one barrel. And I can really like promote it, merchandise it, get your name out there, get people understanding that you sell, you know, Old Ezra, that you sell McKenna, that you sell, you know, your whole lineup. Yeah, people forget sometimes what's underneath the distiller's umbrella. Right. As and, far as product. Right. And so, um, because if you looked at that, that, thing I sent you, it talks about the whole Heaven Hill mm -hmm. distillery, the whole thing. So we promote it. And so I said, if you give me one barrel, you know what that does? It make, makes people mad. <laughs> <laughs> because I get 200 plus bottles and like everybody's like, I didn't get a chance to get it. I said, he goes, well, what do you, how many do you want? I'm like, how about like 15? And he's like, uh, uh, uh. so I got 15 barrels. And at some juncture, you know, he he so he he, he, he asked my he groused at fifteen barrels. Well, he he didn't realize like the program we have going here. Okay, I mean the barrel programs in Ohio 
Like we're number one in, in bourbon sales volume, meaning nine liter cases. We're number one. Number one. In all control states, like control states, Pennsylvania. And, and, Michigan, and for, Virginia, and for, and for those North Carolina. Who did not see the first podcast? Explain what a controlled state is. So the state, there are states that own the inventory. Mm-hmm. The states that own the inventory sell the bottles, and um, it's a retail business for the state of Ohio. Right. After prohibition, the federal government said, "Okay, states, you decide how you want to do business on selling high proof spirits." Ohio and 16 other states, like I said, Michigan, Virginia, um, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, um, all own the liquor. Now, in Pennsylvania, they own the beer and the wine, too. But in Ohio, footnote in history, is the only state that took and controls high-proof spirits. All low-proof is bought and sold as as inventory for the grocery stores, like their chips, like their beer. Like they're okay. dairy, whatever. And so when we compare, the good thing about a control state is we hold retail prices. In other words, if you find a bottle of Weller here, it's going to be $29.99. Not anymore. Well. It went up. Well. Why did it go not, up? Not here it didn't go up. Not yet. It's going up though, isn't it? It's going up in every other state. I. It's $29.99 here. It was $24. <laughs> well. <laughs> Not before, not before I cut my deal. But it is going. We were saying, well, it went up four bucks. No, it it is going up uh, in all the other states, forty nine ninety nine. Yeah, and they can get that. They can get that price. Yeah, and and that's the manufacturer sets the price, not the state. I see. And so, um, and my deal was on Weller uh, Reserve and Weller uh, Antique, Antique. Is we're the only state that gets constant replenishment. And it is, and, I, and, and you're I, starting to see it, right? And I, and I told people that I said you're going to start seeing because people went nuts, crazy when when the Woo! wellers started hitting the shelves, right? And like, oh, they're out of it. And I said, just be patient. Right. As 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 if you listen to the podcast, the the hope, the plan is for it to be market as share here in Ohio as a bottle of Maker's Mark. Now, now why the, um, why why would Sazerac pick Ohio to because of James Canepa? Because of the market, all right. It's because of the market, and <laughs> we, market. Yeah. we 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 sell. We we're the fast. We're the highest volume state for bourbon sales, and because of that, the manufacturers are like, "Woo, that's a good market for bourbon." So when they're deciding between Virginia and Ohio mm-hmm. on Weller Unlimited Replenishment, we get the we get the deal, and so. Weller right now twenty nine ninety nine or twenty nine ninety five whatever it is and it, even it's, even, it's, at, even at twenty nine ninety nine it's, it's still it's a, a retail it's it's still a damn good right. bargain and so but if you go to Illinois that bottle is going to be secondary market price okay. it's going to be it's going to be secondary market now for all the commodity liquors because you're they're from, not a control state. No, it's just they it, can charge whatever the hell they want. It's what the market will bear. What the market will bear. So my uh, sister brought me a bottle of uh, Blanton's for ninety bucks, right. but out of Kentucky, and right? I was like ninety bucks, right? I would rather buy four Wellers, <laughs> right? And so yeah, I would too, to be honest. <laughs> so when I, I look, so when when you measure like how, how Ohio does in the bourbon business, you you look at your comps, right? You look at Virginia, Pennsylvania, Michigan. Um, in North Carolina, 
and we sell more bourbon than any of those places. And it's because of the barrel program. Mm-hmm. Because people here are cuckoo for for bourbon. And so the, those manufacturers those, be a t-shirt. those manufacturers now are like, we want how much more do you want? Like last year, um, I got that Buckeye blend. We got two barrels. This year I got five barrels. Nice. Um Maker's Mark. Last year I got six. This year I got ten. Is is the Buckeye is the, the Buckeye blend number two? Is it kind of like the movies? Like, do I can I appreciate number two if I haven't had number one? <laughs> it's like the Godfathers. Yeah, it's like yeah, the, just as good. Am I going to understand the complexities now, of now, a now when we get number two? You'll be disappointed. You'll be one? you'll be disappointed in three. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll be really happy with one and two. You threw out a term out there, which is going to. Be a nice segue into something I was going to get into just a little bit later, but oh, save brought it, it up. save it for later. That's way that's a good one. Uh, well, Secondary market. Let's get into it now. Okay, good. Because uh, um, one of the teases that I put on Instagram was about that. Mm-hmm. So let's get let's let's put it right in. Let the it middle. rip. Let's put it right in the middle of the chunk, and then we can talk about some of the other things that mm-hmm. the great state of Ohio is is doing for those whiskey enthusiasts. The secondary market. Ohio has started cracking down on selling rare whiskeys on the secondary market. You can go to jail, correct? (laughs) Don't do the crime if you can't do the time, right? And people are in an uproar. Some. Some people are saying, some people are saying, who are you, Ohio, to tell me what I do with this bottle of whiskey that I was fortunate enough to get? Especially now, with how easy it is online to to do this, and some Absolutely. people and and some people, I granted, are opportunists and only buy that whiskey so they can sell it as an exaggerated price on the secondary market. Tell us why did this happen, and 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 why are we cracking down on it in Ohio? Let me start with a story. Okay, <clears throat> I like a story. So there there was a guy who was robbing everything on the east side of Columbus. He was known as the East Side Robber. He robbed um, gas stations. He robbed dairy marts. He robbed uh, little motels. He, and he was getting away with it. And they were starting to put up posters everywhere, like East Side Robber, blah, blah, blah. And he, he was, like, good. He got away with it, like, over and over and over. And, this is probably in the late 90s, mid, uh, excuse me, uh, late 80s, mid 90s, East Side Robber. Did they base the characters off of Home Alone, off of this guy? No. <laughs> yeah, Pesci. Yeah. No. But he did residential. Okay. He, the Wet he, Bandit. He, the Wet Bandit. Okay. All right. So, I'm sorry. I digress. So <laughs> until one day, the police, I think the Whitehall police, get a call. There's this frantic woman waving her arms on Main Street out in front of this, like, no-tell motel. So somebody calls 911. Police go out there. And... They're like, well, what's up? And he, she's just like, MF and that SOB and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, what, what? The East Side robber, he's in, the, he's in room 107. Well, this was the guy's regular girlfriend. Came home from her shift at the restaurant, finds him in bed with a different woman. Oh. oh. Right? Yeah. So she's aggrieved. Because she's been wronged. 
This guy was. She's, she's been robbed. She. <laughs> so so this guy was getting away with it forever until he ticks off the girlfriend. So so what you Dino story says. Of my life. Mm. So Dino says, what's the moral of this story, right? So when you say the state is cracking down, the state isn't cracking down. You know who's cracking down? The guy who wanted that bottle of birthday bourbon mm -hmm. at the raffle. Right. And he stood in line. Right. And he didn't get one. He didn't get one. But the guy in front of him got one. Yeah. And that night or the next day on the bourbon blog, that guy on secondary bourbon market has got a picture of that bottle. Guess who sends me a screenshot of that guy's blog? The guy standing behind him. Okay. Because he's in the bourbon blog too. Right? Right. So he's ticked because that because he wanted to drink the birthday bourbon. He wanted bourbon. to drink it. And that's 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 my issue. And this guy is selling it right. for a couple hundred bucks. It reminds me of the uh, ticket scalping. I mean, then they're cracking down on that too. So, but here, I'm not, I, I have no like bourbon police. I, I don't have, I don't have a group of people who are like, like yet troll, tro yeah, yet tro trolling. Yet. Yeah. I don't, Go I don't, on, keep I don't, talking. I don't have bots because trolling, I'm, I'm, right? Because I'm, I'm, I got to be honest with you, I'm the guy that took the snapshot. I'm right? the guy, I'm the, I so, hate so, people that, that, that sell and, and take advantage so, of of that, and so, like I've got it, you don't. And if you but, want it, so Dino, right, right, right on. Those people piss me off. To be perfectly honest right, with you, right on, man. And so I don't need a police force because I've got a million secret shoppers, right? I got a million. But you need someone to. Oh, you want them. to lead them? You need, you need someone yeah, to guide and lead them. I need a jackbooted thug like you. <laughs> you Is that what you're saying? Experience. You need, you need you need an Elliot Ness. I need. You're right. <laughs> I need Fredo. You're just a man. <laughs> I'm not Fredo. So, so I get blog. I get screenshots from blogs from the guy who sees the guy selling the thing that he wanted. Okay. Yeah. And now, what do I do with that? Now, you're like, uh, well, it's it's in the criminal code. It's in the law book. I didn't make it up. It's there. The state of Ohio sells liquor. No one else sells liquor. And when somebody buys it and sells it secondary market, or somebody buys it in Kentucky and sells it on a secondary market, that's a crime. I didn't make that up. But I'm not out there looking for it. It's in the books. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, in the, in the books. it's already in the books. And I'm not out there looking for it. But when Dino sends me a screenshot, texts me and says, what are you going to do about it? I forwarded it over to the Department of Public Safety, to the liquor police, and then they investigate it who do i get the other complaints from there's joe's bar he does everything right he's buying his booze he's got his bourbon fans he's doing all following all the rules but larry's bar right next door has got willet on the shelves he's got all these bourbons that ohio doesn't sell not because i don't want it it's because I either couldn't get it or I don't have it yet. And he's gotten it through other scrupulous means. He has got it from Indiana. He's got it from uh, Kentucky. Is he allowed to sell it? No. He's got to buy it from the state of Ohio. Otherwise, he's 
he is selling contraband. Now, am I looking for that guy? No, but guess who sent me a picture of that bottle on his shelf? Joe. Why? Because it's unfair to Joe, right? right? And so this isn't like I care about you selling something to him. It's you care and Joe cares. Right. And when they send me that stuff, I forward it on. And so, so it leaves your hands completely. You got nothing to do with the busting and the and 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 the bringing down the bad booze I re- guy. I refer it because it's a crime. I refer it, and I don't particularly like personally. It's like you know, in my personal world, it's like, do I care? No. But in the world of selling booze, if I'm in the business of selling booze, do I want somebody bringing it in from Kentucky? No. And selling booze. No. No. So it's my job to protect my market share. And that's what I do. I have friends who are on certain sites. And tell me your thoughts on this. They don't sell on the secondary market. I guess it would be considered a secondary market on some um, some level. What they do is they, much like baseball cards or uh, rare comic books, they trade. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll give you, I've got... Two bottles of uh, Weller Antique. You want some Weller Antique. I'll give you two bottles of Weller Antique if you give me one bottle of... It's whatever that you want. Yeah. So, right. so, so, I mean, what do you think about that? Does that well, tick you off as much as the guy selling no, it? No, because I think those are those are actually... And the people that I know that do that uh, drink the liquor. Mm-hmm. They they drink they drink the whiskeys. They want they dig the whiskey. They dig the whiskey. They're willing to trade away two bottles of Weller Antique to get one bottle right. of whatever, so they can. You so know. at the end of the day, so those people, I got no so, problem with so, those people. So at the end of the day, the compulsion for all the people like you to send me screenshots is what? It's not there. It's not there. I'm not getting complaints about people trading. The public safety isn't getting peop- getting complaints about people trading. It's people selling stuff that they want to drink. It's people at the bar selling stuff that the neighboring competitor isn't carrying. Before we, you know, when I opened up the the show, you changed my opening when you brought this mm-hmm. little mystery bottle because the first my my opening was going to be about everybody's got a little bit of larcenous behavior, a little bit of larceny in, in the heart, in their heart. Where they think they can, if they, you know, they consider, especially those 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 crimes that are what they would consider to be, which they rationalize in their heads to be victimless. You know, be, you know, uh, I guarantee you, the person who's selling something on the secondary market for an exceedingly high profit uh, feels it's a victimless crime because it's to him, it's supply and demand. Right. Right. At that point, he doesn't think he's actually committing a crime. He's just making a good business deal. Granted, against the law. And it's and it's a, it's a criminal violation, but in his heart, in his large what's the big heart, deal? What's the big deal? He's just making a deal. Well, you're right. I you know on the blogs, and this is the other funny part, right? So that that article came out, <clears throat> Ohio cracking down, blah oh, yeah. blah blah, right? So my buddies who are on the bourbon blogs, they're like, hey Jim, check this out, and there's some there's some dude who's on there like. Who's being harmed and who's losing jobs and blah, blah, right, blah. Right, right, well, right, right, okay. right. Well, There's that guy. Okay. And that's so, probably the guy so, that's selling it. So here's who's losing their job, right? So the agency who sells liquor pays their employees on commission. So when they're selling bottles, they're paying employees and selling on commission. 
A lot of them have family members that work in those agencies. The bar is the same thing. Joe's bar, who's doing it right, is getting crushed by the guy who's got the stuff that he's bringing in the back door. What does he? What does that do to his payroll? You know, so it does matter to people. Now, you know, the secondary market, by the way, um, mirrors what you see in non-control states. That is a market that's pure supply and demand. Underneath the control states retail price structure. So this would only be a crime with controlled states. Right. The, in, in the in, uncontrolled states. Well, in other states. It's the wild, wild west. You can do it that way. In other the hell states, you, want. you can open a, a shop. Well, there are shops. And you sell it. There are there there, there are shops you, that have you are, have to get permitted in another state. There are there are shops now that are open up that have these rare whiskeys that right. that that, pe- that, and, that they collect and you can go and get. And you and you buy whatever the market will bear. Right. In that state. That is the the same supply and demand forces underneath a control state holding at retail price. Can you buy stuff out of state online? Like say I no. I can't you go to can, a Kentucky website and buy it the in. The state of Ohio is <laughs> no, the store. Yeah, yeah. No, I got you. But, 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 but you brought up a question about the different yeah. states. But if you're in Kentucky, you could buy from another Kentucky dealer online. That's... Kentucky's not a control state. Right. Kentucky, Kentucky, Kentucky is whatever the market will bear. You can't go to Kentucky. No, you. You, Stumpo's knows what I'm getting. All right, all right. We have one studio audience member. Right. One. I can't go down to the party store and come back and sell a bunch of stuff to you. No, I get you. Or or buy it online. We have one studio audience member, and he's been chomping on the bed. This is Brian Stumpo. Get in there. Make sure. Get in the camera. Get get get, get, get in there so you can see it. So, well, that, that brings it. Well, so what you're saying is just like a site like Flavor. I don't know if you're familiar with that. So is it illegal to Ma- buy? On- mouth, flavor. Yeah, whatever it is. So yeah. it's illegal to buy on one of those sites and have it shipped to your house? Yes. And how do they get away with that online? Because it's not easy to detect and enforce. Does it? It's kind of like you can drive your motorcycle 125 miles an hour down the road. You, can't, you, you, can, you can do that. You can't do that. But if you get caught, right. you're going to get a ticket. But there's like, it's like a wide open site. Like I thought, oh, it must be legal. Like I bought on that site. The pressure will come from the manufacturers, like Sazerac. Okay. Now, who doesn't love Sazerac products, right? It's, we all do. It's Buffalo Trace. It's Eagle Rare. It's all the pappies. It's an antique collection. It's ancient, ancient age. It's all of those things, right? They hate secondary market. Hate it. Visceral hatred. Like Jim Canepa is sort of like, personally, I don't really care. Professionally, I have to care. Sazerac, Sazerac cares a lot. So if there's a lot of secondary activity in Ohio, Mark Brown is emailing me. Like, what are you doing about this? He, he personally emailed me when he read that article. He puts out, do you get it? He puts out Mark Brown's report. I do not. I'm going to make a note. How do I get it? Uh, Lindsay will forward you that site. Okay. All right. Top story. And he does story. He, he does stories on Diageo, Beam Centauri, uh, Constellation. He does like heavy hitter stories. It's a clipping service. The top story was Ohio cracking down. And he's like, a note to all his readership. Other states should follow what Ohio is doing. Because it matters to the manufacturer. It ma- so if, if it impacts my ability to get Pappy and Buffalo Ant- Antique and all those sorts of things, I care. It goes back to can I, how is it detected and enforced 
in internet sales right now is the wild wild west yeah See, I didn't, I didn't, like, a site like that, I didn't realize. You're a criminal. A I'm a criminal. You're a criminal. Well, you have I, larceny you know, in your heart. I bought a bottle. I thought it was a legitimate site. There's something I've never seen. If I can before. order it and get it, right? It How can, it must be okay. It, it must be, be okay. okay. If, it, if I can get away with it, then mm -hmm. it can't be a crime. I, I didn't even think of it like that. I, think, I, I can buy this online and they ship it to my house. That must be legal. But if Hansberry goes to Kentucky and buys a bunch of shit that's not available in Ohio and tries to sell it, to same Joe, to Joe's bar or same, Larry's same bar. idea. You're, you're criminal. You can give it to me. You can't sell it to me. You can give it. To, you can go to Kentucky and buy it and give it to me. You can gift it to me because that'd be I'd fine. Be happy to do that. All right, that's okay. Yes, I just, yeah, yeah, I just yeah. want to be, you know. So, so you know, there's a lot of. Uh, there's a. I, I would do that. For I'm putting you. a subliminal yes. suggestion into I your brain. That's right. I've got it on my shirt. So there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of mythology that's been and handed John. down by word of mouth from the tree people about like why are they suddenly do no it's he's been on the books since after yeah. prohibition right. man. Do you want to bust up another rumor real sure. quick? Um, I got this from a friend of mine. He heard a rumor, and granted, rumors on the internet run rampant. No. Do we, uh, are we having an issue with Buffalo Trace at the moment? Sazerac, no. Yeah, Sazerac, no. There was a rumor going around that, that uh, I, buy Buffalo Trace while you can because it's not going to be available in Ohio. Total bogus, while. totally bogus. Totally bogus? Yep. All right. Yep, done. somebody sent me that one, and we were like, uh, no. And no, we're at, we're actually getting a, a greater allotment allocation of uh, Buffalo Trace um, and uh, Eagle Rare. Good. Eagle Rare. Brian was talking about Eagle Rare. He hasn't seen a bottle on the shelf and and Blanton's. Think, I mean, and Blanton's. Think again, everybody, chilled up, out. <laughs> you can okay. say fuck. Well, oh, you can. I can. You can. <laughs> so it's been what a year, two years? How long have you been in since uh, 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 March of seventeen? Yeah, and like. These the, the, these yeah. barrels, right? These barrel these barrel that's a bonus, man. Mm -hmm. Like we're getting that because I'm going and buying it. It's like it's rate it's increasing our profile. It's creating a better market. And again, if we sell a lot of Blantons, what the manufacturer says is, you sold a lot of Blantons. We need to give you more Blantons. If you sell a lot of Eagle Rare, they say oh, you sold a lot of Eagle Rare. We need to give you more Eagle Rare. Mm -hmm. So we keep getting more. Not less. less. Okay, so to my friend who was concerned about the Buffalo Trace, send that out to the uh, uh, the, Bogus. Whiskey to the whiskey tribe. That is, we're getting to use the term fake news. Fake news. Bogus. Buffalo Trace is alive and well in the state of Ohio. So send that out to everybody that needs to know. See, I'm just trying. I I, I get emails. I get I them get, all. I the get time. text messages. Here, let me tell you another one. All the time. Here, here's another one. I got another rumor. No, here, here's another. Uh, uh, email I got another email that yeah. you're gonna put the rest doing the uh, uh, raffles that we do mm -hmm. um, doing the lotteries that we do and again I told this story last time I was here but when I met with the CEO of Sazerac Mark Brown we ha Ohio wasn't getting Pappy two years ago we were cut off I see him at a trade show and yes there are liquor trade shows I see him at a trade show I'm like Mark like, how do I get the picket, the spigot turned back in, on in Ohio? And he's an English guy. And he's like, you have to merchandise it fairly. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, in Ohio, my bourbon comes in there and it goes to VIPs. 
It goes to. Is he saying that? It goes a, to. Is, is he saying that in a, dis, in a disgruntled manner? Yes. Okay. It's going to bourbon stalkers, is what he says. He goes in Ohio. This this agency's got a list. He wants you and me to have a shot at getting it. He wants he wants people to have a shot, an opportunity at getting it. He doesn't like when the bourbon comes in, and that same dude who's on the list who's likely selling at secondary market, mm-hmm. is getting an armful of bottles from the clerk at the, at the Kroger. He hates it. And, he said, and I'm like, what do I do? What do I do to get the, the tap turned back on? And he's like, do a lottery. He goes, it's fair. People get an opportunity. So I get the spigot turned back on, and we're getting like <laughs> double and triple the Pappy and the Buffalo Antique, Antique Collection, and I get this shitty blogger who's not even sending it to me. It's between his other dweeby little bloggers. <laughs> Don't hold back. And, and, he, and, he, and he says, he says, I don't, I don't uh, appreciate these raffles and lotteries because all it's doing is giving women an opportunity to buy our bourbon. Okay. All right. That's mm. bullshit. Okay. What? 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 <laughs> it's like... Okay, but that's the mindset, right? It's giving women that—that that was his big complaint. His his complaint is it's giving women an women, opportunity to buy our bourbon, our bourbon, and so that's the mindset, though. I mean, these guys think I always got it, I always got it first, and Kanepa's screwing up my world. And Kanepa's letting women buy whiskey. I'm letting love women it. buy whiskey. I love it. From the manufacturer standpoint, he wants it fairly <laughs> purchased. And, Christmas gifts. And, 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 but that what, guy just confirmed, by the way, an article I read today in the paper about how the brains of men age far less gracefully <laughs> than those of women. So he just confirmed that in one fell swoop of an email. But, That's crazy. So women love bourbon. So, so God bless women. So I'm doing lotteries. I'm doing raffles. This one percent crazed. <laughs> bourbon stalkers who's who are selling at secondary market they're the ones who like who who online sent around the delivery schedule for the Krogers yeah and they're standing out there freezing their asses off like waiting to get a bottle of you know something it's like what get a life man you know so but you know people are doing that you know that people have their favorite liquor stores and they know the delivery dates of what they're getting and 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 Tuesdays. that was one of your questions, oh, Brian. Well, Tuesdays at Giant Eagle. Yeah. Go good, go ahead, Brian. I didn't mean well, to steal your question, it but it came up. Depends on what Giant Eagle you're talking about or what Kroger, <laughs> because I there there are actually lists available mm-hmm. online that mm-hmm. says this is the delivery date on this store, this is the truck day. This everybody knows the truck day of your liquor store that's near you, and it's almost like. And of I, course, we're switching them up now just to screw with them. That's no, okay, okay. Good. But keep them, keep we them, are. Keep well, them, just and, put, and put a little mystery. Okay, in Okay, so here's the other thing. Here's the other thing I did. Right, the best and worst thing I ever did, created a website that tells people where the stuff is. Have you been on there? That's a new website, right? OHLQ.com. Yeah, it's a, it, it, you can go on there and say, <clears throat> "Tell me where the Blantons is," and it it'll show you O every OHLQ.com. Write it down, people. And you go on there. There you go. You go on there, and it'll have little bottle icons. For for where every liquor agency is in the state of Ohio, and you can find one near you, make it your favorite, and it'll it'll give you a little bottle icon. If it's full, there's a lot of that stuff. If it's half, 
there's there's some stuff there. It's very if, clever. Who came up with that? You know, we got some you know you got clever, clever people. You got some clever people working at the. And so uh, what this what this has done is it's now put a whole pile of competition for the stalkers, right? So if if it isn't the damnest thing, women are buying their bourbon, and I love it. It's cutthroat. Like, like I love it. My my dad is it. Every Tuesday he goes to his Kroger. Right. Right, you know, nine o'clock when they open the door and there's seven, eight women there. The same seven or eight women every time that he'll then see at another Kroger on a Wednesday. And I love it. And they're they're buying for their husband, really. Right. Like, well, you know, my no, husband, are they? I don't know. <laughs> you know are they? The one are they really? That, Whatever their reasons. God bless them. Frustrating what he saw was they were very rude to the employees. What do you mean the truck's not here yet? Well, what's on the manifest? Well, Tell me what's on the manifest. Very entitled. Uh, the disembodied voice that you hear that you don't hear if you're watching our YouTube video is, once again, Brian Stumpo. But he's right. He's, he's saying, like, people now know when the delivery dates are, and they're getting there. And much like your much like your raffles and your lotteries, people are getting in line right. at, on delivery dates mm-hmm. at their favorite liquor agency to find out what's and, coming in. And so what's, what's good about this is the stalkers are the only ones that used to know where it was and when it was. But now so this website, it's putting it out basically there. Basically, it's putting it out, squashes them, blasting it out there. Oh, they gotta hate that. They, this oh, you can, you can trace in uh, the Kroger and Worthington place. There you go. <laughs> you know, they hate it. You wouldn't believe. I get like again, no blogger sends me anything. They're just between each other, and I get a screenshot from somebody. Right, like somebody else. They're hating on you for this website. It's people are buying up their their bourbon. Right, and and you said something earlier about g- when they would only give you a barrel, it would piss people off. You make these special trips, you wait in line, and then you don't get the. You stuff. don't get a chance. It pisses you off. This gives you a little, at least a fighting no. chance. Uh, or see, no. you go, ah, I'm not going to make the effort. No, you happen. you either decide if you you have to decide if you want to do it with the raffles and the lotteries. Those are all. You don't wait in line. You just put a ticket you, you in. Put a ticket. The lotteries you put right, a ticket well, in online, right, and saying, if you get picked. You get picked. We did a whiskey shot, uh, a short little thing. We mm-hmm. went to the one at Hills Market. Mm-hmm. That was a raffle. That was a raffle. That was a raffle. Now the raffle format was a little different. The raffle format was a reaction to people like you know, I have to get up really early in the morning and stand in line for these barrel picks. Now I I kind of do that with barrel picks because I'm like, believe it or not, you know, I kind of think like I'm I'm buying a barrel, even though the master distiller is picking the barrels out for me. I'm buying a barrel. I'm bringing it in. I'm not going to pretend like that's Old Forester birthday bourbon, right? Right. Old Forester birthday bourbon, we got 30 cases for the whole state. 30 cases, right? So I'm going to have a raffle. Sure. And so Hills Market, you put a ticket in. You put it in when the, when the gate opens. You can go shop. You can go sit at the bar. Just be back at the time we pull the tickets. Right. And that's for the person who doesn't want to stand in line in the cold. And we do that all the time now for these small allocations. Uh, Old Fitzgerald is another one um, and, and those sorts of things. So that gives people an opportunity because again, all of those hard to get stuff, we're going to a small handful of people. And I want the manufacturers to give me more and more and more. And the only way I can do that is to establish Ohio as a fair market to, to buy these things. Do you think um, since you've taken that position, do you, are you are you accomplishing that goal? Oh, absolutely. You, you think you're getting there? Oh, it, I go to the like I'm going to Red Bank <clears throat> down in Cincinnati. It's a liquor store, 
Um, and when I was at the uh, Upper Arlington um, Giant Eagle for the for the uh, Limestone Branch, I stand in line and I talk to like regular people, and they're like, "Thank you, thank you." Like we never had the opportunity to get a bottle something like this before, and I'm like, "Thank God," because all you know, it's like the only things I read are the people slamming me, and when like regular people who are appreciative stand in line are like, "Thank you," I'm like, "Okay, it's totally worth it." You know, you realize that if you're getting emails from people slamming you, you're doing your job. That's what I think. Yeah. <clears throat> Here's the other thing. You inspired me last time. You I were like, did? Yeah, you had a question. You were like, people say that there are these <laughs> lists. Tell me about these lists. Right? Oh, yeah. We, yeah we, have we right? cracked down on that? So what does this website do? It shines a light on all the cockroaches who are running liquor stores who have a list. Right? It was one of my questions. So what happens is, is you get on the website, yes. you see there's a bottle of Buffalo Trace over at, where did you say? The Worthington Kroger. You, you beat yeah. feet over there. Where's the Buffalo Trace? Um, are you on the list? So what you do, yeah, is, you what, what you do is you're like, it's right here. And the point, that's what they do at Target. You so, know, I mean, you can look online and see what they right. have in stock. Why, Amazon, why Target, right. Different? Yeah. So, so what happens now is we have a 1877 number that you call. Lindsay, what's that number? It's 877-812-0013. Now, what that, what that is is our nerve center. It has all the data about all the inventory in every liquor store. So if you call up and say they're not selling it to me because I'm not on a list or they got to get their boss to approve it or they're holding it for someone else, it's shining lights on all these cockroach agencies. And we're like, we call them up and we're like, what are you doing? Gentlemen, John Whitney, Greg Hansberry. Yeah. We inspired you did. the state of Ohio. You did. Cutting down on cockroaches. We inspired we inspired the state of Ohio to crack down. So has that has that gone it's down? Because I know there was a Again, I got an army of secret shoppers. It's it's awesome. So has it cracked down on the? Oh yeah. Because you said in the last podcast that if you were to go these to agencies, a store, that these had, agencies are now afraid that someone is going to call and say they have a list. Because if you if I find out they have a list, guess what they don't get? They don't get the event. Right. They don't get the event. They don't get a raffle. And don't you? And didn't you say they don't get? Didn't you also say that you take their inventory? If they're not selling it right, if they're not we'll, selling it right. We'll move it somewhere else yeah. where they do sell it. Yeah. Congratulations, well, boys! You've done that. well. Whiskey, look at, look you whiskey done. business. Whiskey business is getting down to some business. Love it. Cracking down right? and letting the everyday man so get we're their get whiskey. The key to the city. If we keep this up, <laughs> nah, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to get like beat up on the way to your car. Yeah. Is what I think. Yeah. <laughs> don't bring it. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, bring your hate. Bring your love. So, it's, a, it's equal amounts. So, like I said, it's the best thing and worst thing, right? The best right. thing is it's making it fair. It's transparent. The worst thing is getting these calls and having to deal with an irate customer, which oh, I don't, I and I don't blame them, right? I don't blame them, but <coughs> it's hard talking them off the ledge and saying, okay, look, go back now. <laughs> first, first of all, talking them off the ledge. If you need to be talked off a ledge because you're not getting your whiskey, maybe you need to shift Dean, your priorities Dean, just a little bit. That's Lindsay, all I'm Lindsay, saying. Lindsay, am I exaggerating when I, when I say how crazy these people are? No, not at all. Here, let me read this one. This is this is this this is the, this is the winner. We got to have like, like the best hate 
or just the best. And, then, and the next time you come back, Lindsay, if you're listening, next time you come back, you got to bring Lindsay because right now she's like Charlie on Charlie's yeah. Angels. She's just a disembodied voice <laughs> that we, we don't know. We just know she exists. Last and, time I think she'd just given birth. To, yeah, she had uh, get a, yeah. yeah, so okay, we need to have is, Lindsay so, yeah. on the Okay, on the this podcast. is awesome. This well. child okay, is this already is, drinking. Mark it down, Lindsay. You're on okay. the next podcast. Okay, this is awesome. Deal. This All is right. an email that, and of course, Lindsay has to get these and respond to them, right? So, oh, so, Lord. so how does she respond to this? Hey, please, please let me get a bottle. <laughs> I'm sure tons of people ask you, but never know. I might get lucky. I would do anything. I will send you a video of me getting kicked hard in the. Sure. We can in the use nuts. Our imagination. In the nuts. Yeah, okay. Or whatever. Please hook me up. I just want to taste it. My grandpa would always talk about it. They always got to talk about their grandparents. He passed or, or away before yeah. I was oh, able to drink. And, and then somebody is. died. He yeah. passed yeah. away before I was able to drink, and I'm on disability, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Yeah. This is my Christmas <laughs> wish. <laughs> a video. Uh, oh, uh, Lindsay, what? He was going to send us a he video. Gonna, he was going to send a video of him getting kicked in the nuts so he could get a taste of whatever whiskey he wanted. Like, how does Lindsay respond to that? I don't know. How did you I, respond I, to that, I, Lindsay? I said, like, kill him with what, kindness. I mean, what, what did you say, Lindsay? I did. I killed him with kindness. I um, let him know that it was for one of the barrel releases, so I let him know he's more than welcome to come out and join us at the barrel release, and we definitely think we'd have product for him to be able to enjoy and try and, and taste. Um, <laughs> video was not necessary. <laughs> did you secretly really want to see the video, though, just out of curiosity? Not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. All right, we got a couple things to get to before we run out of time here. I want to ask you how the uh, last call stores are doing. Last call, again, reminder: we're running a business, right? Right. So the last call stores are are, are products that are going to leave the state of Ohio. No, no. Last call again: the state buys the booze. Right. When the state buys booze, not all of it is a home run. Like, you know, the the person who thought buying um, Fruit Loop flavored vodka. You don't, do you make the decisions as to what yeah. we buy and yes. get? Remember so, we talked about this last yes, time? Yes, we did. So you make all the, so, right. so you. We list. Are, are you saying that you've made some bad choices? Not me, before me. <laughs> when I, when I, when I got here, when I got, when I took the job in March uh, of, of 17. 17. We had. 450,000 bottles of dusty inventory there, that nobody yes. wanted. There's some shit out there. Okay, there, so when yeah. you're running a business and you have inventory that's not selling, that costs tens of millions of dollars, right? your bondholders get real itchy. Sure. And we have bondholders. We have bondholders. Jobs Ohio bought the liquor business, and all the bottles we sell go to the revenue to to do um, projects around Ohio, to right. do development projects. And so I'm like, what do we do about this? So I made it mandatory. Each of the 400 agency, agencies had to put an end cap that said last call because the manufacturers changed the label or they changed the bottle design or somebody decided to, to buy cilantro vodka and nobody bought it, right? I bought some Tabasco vodka the other day. Salmon. T Tabasco or bourbon. No. Nah. Sam, it's Tabasco bourbon, mint, mint, yeah. mint bourbon. It looked good, but Tabasco, the, had, uh, the mint julep bourbon. Yeah, yeah. So uh, stuff. So no. So it doesn't move. It doesn't sell. We own it. What are we gonna do with it? So I said mandatory. Put it on end caps, 
say last call. It'll be cool. People Everything will, must go. People will dig that, right? Because when I go to Kentucky, there's always that one section yeah. that's like, it's when it's gone, it's gone. And I'm like, I'm just gonna steal that page right out of Kentucky's book, right? Yeah, fine. Yeah. So, but it, but the agencies pushed back. They were like, eh, we don't think it's a big deal. Like they, you know, they're merchandising experts. They don't like the idea. They weren't complying with it. So, the Giant Eagle on Neal Avenue in uh, Victorian Village, right, was gonna move their whole sh- lock, stock, and barrel up to Arcadia and High, including their liquor store. So the pharmacy was gone, groceries was gone, everything was gone, except for one little liquor store. They were going to close up and move up the street. And I'm like, hey, would you guys be a last call store? And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, literally like boxes of dusty bottles just on the floor everywhere where people can come in and pick through them, look for treasures. And they're like, huh. And like, do we have to like mark shelves and stuff? I'm like, no, just bring the boxes out like a garage sale. And so we we planned two weekends, Thursday through Sunday, one weekend, we, over one week, Thursday through Sunday, the, the next week. And we put aside, we, we trucked 2,000 of these bottles. And we're like, that should last us both weeks. Mm-mm. 2,000 bottles sold in the first afternoon on the first Thursday. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And it was packed. Like you couldn't move. You'd bring a box out and people pulling bottles out of, out of your arms. And because I was helping stock, because were they discounted as well? And discounted. Okay, okay. Some yeah. some things are like everybody likes a bargain. Some things are up to forty percent off, and other things are you can't get them anymore. Like the Faro Maker's Mark Blue Maker's Whiskey. You remember that? No. Like for the Kentucky Derby, Faro oh, won it. Oh, okay. Faro right, right, won right, it. Right, 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 right. Yes. Well, yes, nobody yes. bought it because of the blue container, but it was Maker's Mark, right? And you couldn't get it anymore. People tore through that stuff, so. In two weeks, we sold $310,000 worth of discounted dusty bottles. Nice. 56,000 bottles sold. Wow. And now everybody wants a last call store. Everybody who was like... So you got more last call stores popping well, up. Well, so yes. we, we did the one in Columbus. pop-up scenario. No, these are permanent. These are permanent. Okay. Oh, permanent, okay. permanent last venues. call venues. Now Giant Eagle wants to keep that store. Imagine that, right? Uh-huh. We're going to put one up. One in Toledo is functioning right now, so we can steal from Michigan. That was the other thing is <laughs> the, the, the manufacturers of this stuff were like, we've never seen Kentucky plates at an Ohio liquor store. Think about that. It's Ohio plates at Kentucky liquor stores. Yeah, that's a nice change. So we're putting one. One is functioning right now in Toledo. We're, going to, we're negotiating to put one on the border in Cincinnati to steal from Kentucky. And then we're going to put one up in like Geauga County to steal from Pennsylvania. Oh, nice. And they're, they're just, just like blind squirrel find nut. I mean, it's, but, but, they're, but, but they're think about it. That's what they want. But think about it though. Like with the treasure hunter shows sure. and the storage wars and American pickers, people just like bargain shopping, looking for that whatever bottle of whiskey or, you know, and, and, it was cuckoo. It was just crazy. As we started the podcast, the message in the bottle. This was brought to us once again by James Canepa. The last time we brought a mystery bottle, I totally was completely wrong. I, I, I thought that that first one was it had a hint of Basil Hayden, which is why I stuck with the Jim mm-hmm. Beam family mm-hmm. there for a second. So this is a new. Now, th- is this available as we speak in Ohio? It's available as we speak. And is it new? 
Yes. Fairly how new? It's not like last week new. Not like last week new. It's like in the last six months new. Last six months new. And is there a lot of it available? It's not like um, Fireball. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, nothing's quite like Fireball. Um, it's like your... It's, well, that, 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 that batch of Woodford you were talking about that you gave us last time. There's more than that. There's more than that. Yep. All right. So we're going... And, and, and the goal in here is to find and out... It's under 50 bucks. Ooh. Ooh. This guarantees a third appearance. Yeah. No, I I told him on the last podcast that we wanted him back on a regular now you, basis. Now you got to get rid of that rye out of that glass. Now, what do I have to determine who this com- what distiller this comes from? Distiller brand, whatever you whatever you think you can zero in on. I don't know. B, do you want some of this Stumpo? And look, we're even leaving you a little bit to take back home with you. I'm not taking it. I'm no, you're not. It. I'm leaving it right here. <laughs> Okay, boys, take a sip. First of all, what do you think? It's Blanton's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It smells. It smells delicious. I, you know, but I've already had you know three pours of my <laughs> West, so everything. A little hot going in, mm-hmm. but a nice finish. I would say that it's hundred percent. Sure that you've had it before. Oh, that's a lot of pressure uh, on you. One hundred percent sure that we've had this. Not this, this, but this distiller. This distiller before. Stumpo's going with the the good folks from Heaven Hill. Stumpo's got some game. That's why he's here. Another another convert. Angels Envy. over the years. Angels yeah. Envy? Another convert over the years that I've that's that's turned. I mean. Stumbo says even four roses. Dino, that's your everyday whiskey. No. Well, it's one of them. That's one, <laughs> it's one of your favorite. Isn't that his everyday whiskey right there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, the, the, yeah, Brown Foreman loves me. Jack's the every, the go-to every day, but yeah, whatever. I love, I just love whiskey. What do you think, boys? I'm, to be continued. To be yeah. continued. Lindsay, what is it? <laughs> I have no idea. In the last six months. Know. Oh, let's see. I kind of like where you're going with with the uh, with the old Forester. Well, it's not the right color for an old Forester. Old Forester is yeah. a lot darker, a lot darker. Yeah, but is this a barrel proof? It is. It's it is a barrel proof. That's why I, was, I felt like it was like Elijah Craig barrel proof. Like, Could it be? Well, no, because he says we're getting the barrel on Elijah Craig Elijah barrel on Craig Friday. Barrel they're floating around out there. Right oh, I wanted to tell you. Before we close here, what's coming? <clears throat> okay, do that. We'll we'll let the we'll let the we mystery bottle we'll let the mystery bottle stay to the next podcast. So, but let us know what's on the way. Five. These coming. These are coming. Not available coming. yet, but coming. Coming. All right, here we go. Five. Those whiskey enthusiasts. Five barrels, Old Forester. Five barrels, seventeen ninety two, barrel proof. Nice. Seven barrels of Weller. Barrel select Weller. Barrel select. When? Can you tell us when? Um, we're, are all, are we're all these pay- in the next three to six months? Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, Fair so enough. That's a long ball game that you were playing with the Weller here. It mm-hmm. sold well. Now you're getting some barrels of Weller. I mean, nobody's getting barrels of Weller. Ohio is. Yeah. Oh, when you say Weller, are you saying barrel of Bar- what? 
Special reserve. Four antique. Four reserve. 12 year. Four reserve. Three antique. Four reserve. Three antique barrel mm-hmm. strength. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, 10 more barrels of makers. Two more of those little barrels of limestone branch. Nice. From uh, Stephen Beam. 18 barrels of Knob Creek. Eight rye. Eight rye. I love the rye. 10 straight. Okay. Um, I'm between nine and 13 years old. Ooh, nice. Because I'm a big fan of the Knob Creek rye, more so than I am of the. Mm-hmm. I like their bourbon, but I love their 15 rye. Elijah Craig, Friday. Friday. 15 barrels? 15 barrels. Of Elijah Craig. Mm-hmm. Is that, that's, a, that's 15 single barrels? 15. These are all single barrels. Right. And by the way, he's saying Friday, this uh, this episode will be dropping on Friday. On so Friday. So when you hear so, this episode, yeah. it'll be the Friday he's It'll be that Friday, about. right. Smooth Ambler. Ah. Oh. I don't have a barrel number on that yet because I have to go do my gypsy routine. Smooth Ambler is one of my favorites. I've... And Smooth Ambler, let me just say this. I am a huge fan of your products. I loved your seven. I loved your nine. I was not a fan of the American whiskey. I was not a fan of the Smooth Ambler American, which you've not had on the podcast yet. Not a big fan. But almost everything else you have done, I have loved. So, you know, 90% yes and only 10% no. But what do we got coming here? Smooth Ambler what? I don't know. I got to go do my gypsy routine and see what I can hork out of them. Okay. So, but they've done a magnificent job. Hey, I love it. I love that we're getting the opportunity. I don't know how many barrels. I'm going to try to get as many as I can. Okay. So, in the non-bourbon category, but whiskey, just whiskey. All right. Highland Park Scotch. Oh, barrels. Nice. Very nice. Now this one, for the for the bourbon purists, they're going to cringe, but I don't care. Cringe. Barrels of Crown Royal. Barrels. Of just... Barrels of Crown Royal. So they make their their crown, they throw it in a barrel, and they age it. And we can't keep crown on the shelves. Now, it's not for me, but it... As far as Canadian whiskeys go, if I'm going to get a Canadian whiskey, it's going to be a crown. It's going to be crown. It's... And I have... have, uh, Crown Royal XR back there. I have a, a regular it, bottle of Crown. This, I, have, I have these Crown Royal barrels will vaporize faster than any barrel. Probably I will. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Patron. Oh. Tequila in an oak barrel, finished in a bourbon barrel. Tequilas nice. are hot. And, okay. and we All got, right. That might actually get me back to drinking tequila because tequila is it's crazy right now. When the and it's also off my list. Of of uh, liquors because yeah, man, I, I love bad, one of the water bad, two fingers out of the freezer one night. <laughs> I had a bad experience with tequila years ago. So, but I know that tequila has progressed immensely since I had that incident some twenty years ago. George Clooney. I mean, come on. <laughs> so, so we're so there is a huge demand for the barrel, uh, the tequila barrel program, and so we're going to start bringing. Like, it's not for me. But, but it is for others. But it is gotta, for others. And you... It's a business, right? Unselfishly have to think of others. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got a lot of answers today. We, we uh, dispelled a lot of rumors tonight. Can I have a, a suggestion for number three? Sure. When he comes back? Absolutely. For, for Godfather 3? Can we have a, uh, a bartender or, and or a bar owner 
sit in with us. Absolutely. I think, I think there are some questions from oh, that yeah. side of the, of the stick. That would, I just met with the, uh, yeah. the Bar and Restaurant Association this morning. Yeah, and I know that they love you. They um, do, yeah. Uh, they do love you. Did you hear that, Lindsay? They love. They know they do. They do, and 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 we had like a huge progress. we had a huge response uh, from that organization. Uh, That's awesome. On your That's last great. podcast, so, That's great. Yeah, yeah, love it. I mean, you speak the truth, and sometimes Try the to. truth is hard to take, and sometimes the things that we hear are not necessarily what we want to hear. But hey, you know, we got to deal with it, adjust, and move on. So, on that final note, our guest has been James Canepa, Superintendent. Ohio Liquor Control in the state of Ohio. Once again, guaranteed for a third visit, right? There you go. Absolutely, right? So go. we got to find out what this was. And uh, we all have our thoughts. Are, are any of us close? Yes. Yeah? Not. I think Stumpo's got Stumpo, it. Stumpo's he's, got he's, it. He's, 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 in the, he's in the right path. Stump, Stumpo, I'm so proud of we're you. Glad I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Your father will be so proud of you. Hey, on iTunes, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, no. no. I was going to say, let me, let me get the business out of the way. Yeah, uh, get it. Subscribe to us on iTunes, rate and review us, and share with your whiskey-loving friends, especially this episode, because this this is probably one of the most informative shows we've ever done. It's a, the, one of the <laughs> most whiskey-centric, yes. 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 Uh, but whiskey also, business uh, shows. So subscribe and rate and Imagine review Imagine that, us. whiskey-centric on whiskey business. Well, we, it doesn't happen very often. The irony. It doesn't no, happen very often. No. Uh, we got on, people crying on, uh, about their moms and their dads and Facebook, their grandpa. Instagram. And, oh, we have so we cover so many bases. <laughs> you know, our guests run from A to Z. So when we have something that's actually whiskey centric, it's kind of cool. Imagine that. Like yeah. Uh, uh, YouTube. Thanks to John Whitney. John Whitney, producer, of course. Whiskey, Put your thumbs up in there, Johnny. There you go. Dino Tripodis. Yes. And uh, I think that's it. I think that's and and, and and Lindsay. What do we like to say? Cheers to everything. Cheers to everything. everything is awesome. And my name is Dina Tripotis. This has been Whiskey Business, a podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey, except for tonight. All the opinions <laughs> are those of me and our reluctant and sometimes not so reluctant guest, James Canepa, ladies and gentlemen, an actual, an actual important figure in, 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 in Ohio. And um, thank you so much for joining us once again. Uh, we've got some great fun stuff coming up in the podcast to come. Uh, next podcast next week, if you're a movie lover, George Wolf and Hope Madden will be joining us for uh, Oscar picks. From Mad Wolf, yeah. From Mad Wolf, Love yeah. Them. So next week we talk Oscars. And uh, so if you're a movie lover and a whiskey lover, we'll have a good whiskey to go I along like with that. Because George normally drives like a Harley, so he doesn't drink a lot of whiskey, which means there's more for us. But Hope, uh, there's only one, only one person can drive the Harley. So Hope's gonna get so, so, so okay. we're gonna right, let, we're gonna let Hope right. we're gonna okay, let Hope okay. do most of the drinking. Anyway, we hope you enjoyed tonight's podcast. And uh, until the next bottle, our guest bottle, High West Whiskey, the American Prairie Bourbon, not Good too stuff. shabby. Good stuff. Not too shabby. See ya. Hello, everyone. My name is Tom Kearns, and I host the Anglo-Saxon England podcast, where I cover the history and culture of England from the departure of the Romans in the 5th century to the Norman Conquest in 1066. So far, we've surveyed the collapse of Roman rule in Britain, the migration of the Anglo-Saxons, and the history of Northumbria from its beginnings in the mists of legend to its destruction at the hands of Viking raiders in the 9th century. I hope you'll come and give it a go.